We are the Matea Group of Keller Williams Realty. We enjoy the diverse community that we serve and the lifestyle that Maine has to offer. We'll be talking all things real estate and Maine. Welcome to the Maine Real Estate Show. Welcome everyone to the Maine Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Jeff Matea. Joining me, Harrison Smith. How you doing, Harrison? Good. How are we doing, Jeff? Fantastic. Fantastic. I'll add to that Keller Williams Realty, the Matea Group, so we're in compliance with any exactly. advertising. We wouldn't want to you know, upset any folks at the main real estate commission. So, Got to make yeah. sure we disclose but, uh, who we are. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining us at the main real estate show here. And uh, yeah, let's recap the uh, state of the market show. Yep. It was always a, a fan favorite. Um, I think it was what, you know, every month, every six weeks that we did it on when we were at WGIN. And uh, really, the it, it was on re repetitive, low inventory, inflation, inventory, inflation. It was yep. broken record. But And then we mixed interest rates in kind of late rates, last right. year. Uh, the, the, all the three eyes, right? Exactly. It's, that's, and that's what it's been all about. And as we heard from Corey last week, um, interest rates are still going to be a potential problem going throughout the year. Um, it, not a problem in the sense that housing is unaffordable, but it's just not as cheap as it was. And I think we got used to a level of affordability that really wasn't natural. Uh, and now we're getting back to something that's more normal. But ultimately, you know, we were talking the other day, even if interest rates were back to where they were, there's just still no inventory to sell. There's nothing for buyers to buy. It's, it's crazy, the demand. Um, you know, I just got off the phone with someone uh, that, sh that saw a property today that wanted to make an offer. Uh, and they, you know, coming from a different state, really didn't realize the inventory shortage in Maine. I mean, they knew that there wasn't a lot to look at. They thought it was more seasonality. But really, the number of buyers that showed up to this property, it, like, they were astounded. Like, holy crap, there's that many people that could be interested, even at this price point? Yeah, uh, that's how it is. And I, I don't think that that corrects itself. There's just really a shortage of inventory and, um, you know, interest rates, I think if they drop, that's going to even drive more people into the market. Right. And, uh, you know, we're just, I don't know if it's going to ever end, uh, at least in the short term. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's one of those things where we'd love to have so many houses that we could sell and interest rates would obviously, you know, be a nice factor there, but, but ultimately it's still not a bad time to act. You know, if, sure. if you could, if you're a buyer in the marketplace, that's ready to go, can act quickly, can make a decision. There's still there's still houses out there that are available to you. You just got to move quickly, and it's still a good time to sell. Yeah, and there's great opportunities for buyers, and there's excellent opportunities as sellers to take advantage of that. There's more buyers out there right now, and there's going to be even more. Um, and feels like the prices are at an all time high. We don't know if they'll continue to go up. Maybe they come down. You know, six of one, half a dozen the other. It's going to happen at some point. When you know, it will be already. It will have already happened. Right. Right. But yeah, that's the beauty of that news. It's always you always find out when it's already over. Right, right, right. So we uh, we talked about the three eyes: inflation, interest rates, inventory, and now uh, we have an in studio guest. Thankfully, uh, we do a lot with him in insurance. So the yeah. uh, the fourth eye now uh, in Jeff Lee at Farmers Insurance. So we'll go ahead and welcome Jeff to yeah. the uh, the studio here. Hello there, Jeff. Hello, gentlemen. What's going on? How are we? Awesome, are we? awesome. So Jeff Lee of Farmers Insurance, tell us. Uh, you know, what's the latest and greatest in the insurance world? Well, um, while we're on the topic of inflation, that's what we're seeing as well. Um, claims cost more uh, to pay out in the last two years than they ever had before. Uh, companies are taking losses because of supply chain issues and inflation to whether it be parts for cars or materials for homes. Um, labor has been difficult as well, uh, which is probably true across the board. Uh, especially in the building industry. But uh, so we're seeing rate increases from a lot of carriers, um, all carriers, but to varying degrees. Um, you know, farmers probably took a 3% rate increase 
uh, this last year, though that's a drop in the bucket compared to uh, what we're seeing from some of the other major carriers who are taking uh, double digit rate increases, 10, even 20% in some cases. Wow. Um, a few of the big names have actually filed for them again in the first quarter of 2023. Wow. And that's, and that's inflation driven, but also payouts from many disasters over the past year. That that hasn't helped either. And so if we have a increased frequency of disasters and then an increased cost to replace (laughs) things, it's kind of a perfect storm. Uh, the insurance industry is in an odd place right now because you know companies can't stay in business if they're taking losses like this but they can't keep business either if they are driving rates up you know 20 percent twice a year wow so do you see do you see some of these carriers leaving the state of maine or just other areas maine surprisingly uh is pretty profitable actually uh compared to other states um we have less major population centers um I would say by and large, we probably have less reconstruction costs for homes up here um, versus somewhere like New York, California, Florida, uh, higher value, bigger properties, I think on average over out in those places. So there are carriers pulling out of New England states though. I did hear uh, one major one is mm-hmm. leaving Massachusetts altogether. Um, oh. Big name uh, okay. that you see in commercials. Yeah. yeah. There's been some really interesting headlines of late we've seen you know, we're hearing about policies being canceled in high-risk areas. We're seeing insurers pull out of areas. Yep. You know, Florida, people are getting reduced payouts or even even denials on their um, hurricane claims. It's kind of a wild time in insurance. And one thing you've talked about in the past, I don't think even I realized, was that the pricing of insurance in Maine isn't just affected by what happens in Maine. It's affected by what happens all over the country, right? Absolutely. It depends on the carrier. So a national carrier spreads its risk out, of course, over the entire country. So if you're with an Allstate, a farmer is a state farm, we do share that risk uh, across the board. So if they are taking major losses in Florida, for example, rates are going to go up for everybody across the entire country. The flip side, though, is also <laughs> not favorable either. Regional mutual insurers, say somebody who just covers New England, also takes major losses if there is a bad storm or a higher rate of inflation in this area. And because their book is captive to a very small region of a few states, they often have to take even bigger rate increases. Those are some of the larger rate increases we've seen actually recently is the mutual insurers. Wow. And, and farmers is a national carrier and obviously has risk around the country, but you're not seeing similar things from farmers, right? Farmers is actually doing a lot of different things to try to help the homeowner. That's true. Uh, we are the only carrier that I know of left that still offers uh, something called guaranteed rebuild on one's home, which is a perfect, uh, you know, it combats inflation perfectly because farmers will pay out whatever is necessary to rebuild a home, regardless of the limit on the policy. Unheard of these days. It used to be the way home insurance was written. Typically, uh, carriers started getting away from it in the 80s and 90s. Farmers, again, as far as I know, is the only one that still offers it. So if your home cost, you know, four years ago, 200000 to rebuild, then we had the crazy inflation we've had for the last few years and costs 300000 to rebuild now, farmers will go up to that 300000 to rebuild the home as long as it has the guaranteed rebuild uh, endorsement on the policy, which at my agency, of course, we add to everybody's policy because yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. a couple bucks, it's a drop in the bucket compared to what it's going to save in the event of a major loss. 
Uh, so we know, you know, the trend is that insurance premiums uh, are climbing you know, rates. What are you seeing? Uh, you know, you said you saw 3%. Is that nationwide or is that strictly to Maine in your premiums or is that a farmer? That was to Maine premiums. And Maine is an interesting state for farmers also because farmers is fairly new to New England. Mm -hmm. uh, the company saw a lot of this coming, like what's happening now. So they positioned themselves well coming into this market, knowing what the rates should be. And so we haven't had to take major increases like other regional insurers who have been here forever. You, yeah, you spread your risk out across another state or two by coming to New England or further into New England. Farmers was already in New England, just spread a little bit further. Correct. Um, and they were able to just position themselves with like very low rates also coming into the state comparatively, even before the increase that other companies took, we were 20, 30% on average less than, uh, our competitors in this, in Maine, at least. Wow. So it's, yeah, sounds like you're saving Mainers money by insuring them or insuring more of them, uh, that didn't necessarily have access to farmer's insurance before. Are you seeing folks that are underinsured as you're quoting and, uh, you know, Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's because of that inflation the last few years. Uh, I'd say a good half the people that we quote who have existing policies have a dwelling limit, which is what rebuilds your home, mm -hmm. lower than what it would take to uh, to rebuild that home today with the uh, increased cost of labor and materials. Now, pretty much every carrier has endorsements that you can add to policies that extend your replacement cost. Um, nobody offers that guaranteed rebuild I was mentioning earlier, but there are companies that will say extend your replacement cost by a 20% cushion or 25% cushion. However, the average consumer has no idea if they have that on their policy. Right. It's, gonna, it's totally up to whether their agent was being diligent or not. And mm -hmm. when we look at these policies, about half of them are missing that endorsement. So um, if anything, now is absolutely an imperative time to have your insurance reviewed if you well, own a home. So if I, if I get a um, you know, quote or you know, I guess if I look back at my insurance coverage, like how do I know? Is it something I just need to call you to share it with you or would I be able to figure that out on my own? I, it's, <laughs> I, I would not try to figure that out on your own. It's... Uh, Different companies call these endorsements different things. So it's pretty, unless you are a licensed and experienced insurance agent, you're not going to be able to dig through that policy and all of the various lines of endorsements and figure out, you know, what exactly it has or does not have. I would recommend talking to either your current agent or a local agent uh, who knows what they're doing. Yeah. And what I find interesting too, is we have you know, clients, they're buying the house and you know what they paid for the house. And then they get the insurance binder and the amount that they're insured for is not what they're paying for the home. Hmm. And we've had some people that have that you know, been very nervous that they weren't fully covered. And you've explained to me before, and, and it, I did not realize this either, you know, your insurance coverage is not necessarily for the value of your home, right? Nope. It simply covers the reconstruction cost of your home because you can't damage the, uh, you know, the value of the land or the location. And we don't have to insure fluctuations in the real estate market. We just have to ensure that that house is going to be rebuilt exactly the same way it was before a loss. So that and the purchase price of a, poly, of a, of a property are two different things. Related, but not exactly the same. And there's actually the flip side of that too, Harrison. I've had people uh, say, I only paid X for this house. You know, why mm -hmm. is it insured for you know, Z, uh, which is a higher amount than what they paid for it? 
you don't find that often in Cumberland County these days. That's more, you know, up in the north of the state where property mm -hmm. values are a little lower because of the location, but still costs the same amount to rebuild the home. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Makes sense. Yeah. And, and you, you mentioned earlier, you know, talking about ha having a local agent. Um, and we, we are big proponents of working with local resources through real estate transactions and, and even after the fact. Can you talk about the difference that that local agency makes versus maybe a national carrier that's got no office or location here? Oh, it's, it's like night and day. Everything I was just mentioning about, you know, whether the endorsement is on a uh, policy to make sure that it's got extended coverage, um, the ability to have your policy reviewed properly, you're not going to find that with a 1-800 number. Um, that model was built on a transactional sort of philosophy of 15 minutes is going to save you 15% or less, like quick, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, tr again, transactional, it's like going through the drive-through, just yeah. get me, yep. you know, well, get yeah. me something that's going to satisfy the legal requirement to drive and like register my car and get me out of here. Yep. Um, that's a huge disservice to customers when they actually have a claim. Uh, there's really two different ways of looking at insurance. It's either fulfilling a requirement of either, you know, the state in order to, you know, drive your car or a mortgagee, if you have a loan on your home, or it's actually protecting your assets and working with a local agent is really the only way to make sure you're buying insurance that does the latter. So, yeah, can, yeah. yeah that's intriguing. So say I, um, you know, I'm not sure I, I know who I'm insured by. I, I just can't find my policy or. You know, uh, I've lost, I, I don't know when it's going to come up for renewal. I don't know how to find that. I mean, what, what would be the step to take to have you look at it for me uh, to see if you can save me money or get me better coverage for less or the same amount? Well, as long as you know which carrier you're with, at least my staff, myself, uh, anybody at my agency is more than happy to call that carrier um, and get that declaration page that shows your current coverage. We need the client on the phone for two minutes just to give their authorization for it, but we're happy to help track that information down in order to help so, people. So seriously, it's two minutes, yeah. uh, just a simple phone call, yeah. authorization. We'll you wait, we'll wait on hold for you and yeah, then, yeah. And then conference you in. Okay. Well, it's, it's, but it's also great to, because oftentimes you don't know exactly what we're asking for. The fact that you're on the phone with them, making the request, you know, takes a lot of the fear and friction out of that process because you know, you can tell me what to ask for. It doesn't mean I actually know what I'm asking for. Oh, I, yeah. I've made that mistake early in my career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, because insurance is tough. It's also, you know, there's, there's a whole language to it, just like yep. you guys have in your industry. If you leave it up to the consumer to call in, like they also might get the runaround. Uh, I've had that happen before too, where somebody needed to get a document. I let them know what they needed. They called into a 1-800 number and got bounced around for an hour to different departments. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. We're pretty well versed in how to cut through that sort of stuff these days. And we do that for our client and then just pop them in for the two minutes that we need to get the authorization. Yeah. So we're fortunate. We've been in the, in our field for quite a while as well as you. So we, we met a long time ago and, and knew that, uh, you'd encourage us. It's like every two to three years, you should always just yeah. revisit your coverage. Is that advice you'd still give or is it, you know, uh, every 12 months, depending on where you live and what these days, Jeff, I'd say one to two years. Yeah. Um, just it's the financial economic, you know, state of everything right now with the inflation we were just talking about. Everything is so up in the air and very tenuous at the moment. Uh, I would recommend having your, uh, your insurance looked at at least every two years, if not every year. And a good agent should be doing that for you also at my agency. 
we review our client as they come up for renewal. We conduct a policy review. We'll reach out, make sure that everything is still covered properly. We'll see if there's any discounts that we can add. Um, we like to check in with our folks, you know, every year to year and a half. Okay. And, and you don't, you don't just do like homeowners and auto. Um, you do have other lines of insurance you offer as well, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, we do home, auto, any sort of toys, you know, boats, motorcycles, ATVs, huge in Maine. Um, we handle life insurance as well. Uh, we do write a lot of new homeowners so we can add mortgage protection uh, to their policies. Uh, it's a term life policy that uh, where, wherein the bank is not the beneficiary, a spouse is the beneficiary, which allows a... Uh, a family to stay in a home and pay off the mortgage should, you know, a worst case scenario happen to one of them. That's nice. Now, what if someone just bought a home? Um, Cause I've dealt with this before too. I was at the closing table and saw someone uh, like, you know, the number that your house just sold for and what you're paying for an insurance premium just doesn't seem to line up. I, you know, I obviously let the, the, the sale close um, to not disrupt it at the closing, but how soon after could someone revisit and just say, geez, I, I just got that because I used mm -hmm. XYZ company. Oh, yeah. um, my car was already insured there. Or my lender said, just let's, let's get it to closing. Let's just get a binder. What would you suggest and how soon can you revisit? Because my understanding is that insurance is prorated. I can shop at any time. Correct. So in that theoretical scenario, that buyer could have left the closing table, called my agency and had a new cheaper policy within the hour. Uh, they wouldn't have even owed any money on the previous one because it would have gotten canceled the same day it went into a so process is actually far easier than the average consumer thinks yeah. and we handle the vast majority of it for new clients uh, we will cancel their previous insurance for them make sure they're getting their refund uh, uh, we deal with any proof of insurance because again go back to that same scenario the mortgagee is still going to need a you know proof of insurance if the, if the other one cancels the day of closing. So we would have to get a new, what's called a binder, uh, over to the, the lender. Uh, we handle all of that. And it's actually very streamlined and very easy for us. Uh, what sounds like a ponderous process from the consumer's perspective, it's actually quite easy for us and we do it every day. Well, Harrison, I mean, it, it seems like a no brainer, you know, we're paying so much more for everything. I know. Why wouldn't you take two to five minutes to visit with your insurance agent? whether it's Jeff or who, who you have, just to see how you're insured, make sure you're insured to where you need to be first and foremost. I mean, that's important. Don't, don't cut coverage. I'm right. sure Jeff would agree. It wouldn't cut coverage to try to save money. Get the same coverage, if not better, make sure you're covered. And then if the premium's less, then you can go for the lower premium. Exactly. Of course, yeah, then I'm sure Jeff could elaborate on this. Then there's the service if you ever had a claim and questions. Can you, can you talk further about that? I mean, there's differences there. If you happen to be more expensive than someone, maybe there's more of a service offering in the insurance world. Absolutely. And again, uh, going back to what we were talking about previously, it's like night and day having a local agent. Um, I'll tell you during this last freeze we had, uh, claims stacked up. Um, some of them were difficult. We've got some older properties in Maine. Um, adjusters had a lot of mm -hmm. questions. They had to fly adjusters in from other parts of the country. We had so many claims um, and that's true of every carrier, every yeah. carrier across the that board was bringing in teams from all over the country. I dealt with a claims adjuster from Mississippi a few weeks ago during that freeze. Having a local agent to be your representative, to cut through the red tape and get things done 
when you've got a bad claim is it's hard to even quantify the amount of money. I think most folks, they say, you know, 10 or 15 bucks, like going to a 1-800 number kind of carrier, it seems great. And then if they have a bad claim and they're getting their payout delayed or it's five figures less than they expect it to be, that 10 or 15 bucks they saved, you know, versus a local agent is nothing. Like most folks in that scenario would rather go back in time and pay a little bit more to have somebody who's on their side during a claim, especially a rough one. Yeah. And that, that makes that, sense. Yeah. It's amazing to think. Um, and that I can actually speak from my own experience to what Jeff was mentioning in terms of going through the process, because, um, I actually, you know, I had insurance for years with a local, with a local agency and, um, I brought it to you, Jeff, just to price shop it. Cause I saw the rates other people were getting. And some of my friends who I had sent your way are getting unbelievable rates. So I brought my insurance to you. It literally took, I don't know, five minutes or less. I had a quote back the next day and I, I had, a I was, I was underinsured. Uh, so even, even correcting right. that issue, I still saved about 10 or 15% of my insurance, even bridging the gap to being underinsured because honestly, the other agent that I was with, um, I hadn't talked to them in probably three years about my insurance and we all know what that period had looked like. So it literally right. five minutes right. saved me from a potential catastrophic claim down the road. Uh, cause I didn't have the guaranteed rebuild like farmers offers. Yep. Uh, and you know, also saved a little bit of money, a little bit of money in the process and it was so, so oh. easy. Great. Great. Well, we appreciate your time, Jeff. Uh, is there anything else that you want to add about the insurance industry or what lies ahead uh, in 2023? I think it's pretty up in the air. I mean, as the country's economy goes, so goes the rest of us. Um, we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I think we covered it pretty well. If anything, my biggest advice to insurance consumers is talk to a local agent. If you ever need your insurance, you will be very happy that you did. And if people were to, to, you know, get in contact with you, they just needed two minutes. How do they contact you? Uh, 207-810-2190. Well, thanks so much, Jeff Lee of Farmers Insurance for joining us on the main real estate show. Thanks guys. Always a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you. Awesome. Good yeah. stuff. Always good stuff to talk to Jeff. It always is. Yeah. So the insurance industry fairly volatile right now. Um, yeah. You know, it's, like we said, we've said said this a few times, just getting a second opinion. It it's doesn't so hurt. Good. It takes two to five minutes. You just need to give your authorization to your agent. Again, local agent, hopefully, and visit that. Visit that regularly, year to year to two years, just to make sure that you're at least insured to where you need to be. And if you're looking to save some money, shop it around. Exactly. With the same insurance coverage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. It's it's really, it's so hard to figure out if you're getting an apples to apples comparison because every insurance program is different. They all have different endorsements, as Jeff mentioned. Some things they do, some things they don't. Um, and what I love about Jeff and his team is that, you know, if you do have a question, maybe as ridiculous as you think that question might be, they've gotten it before. They're happy to answer it. Um, and we, you know, we recommend everybody, especially on a real estate transaction, to get a second opinion. Get a second opinion on your mortgage options. Get a second opinion on your insurance options. Get a second opinion on inspectors. Like you should, you should be looking at, at who's out there to help because there's a lot of great resources for you. And I know many times we come in and we're very loyal to somebody. We've been with them a long time, but you know, I tend to be loyal to, you know, to my family and what my family needs. Well, first, yeah, exactly. First and, and if there's, and if there's something that works better, you know, you owe it to yourself to at least explore it. Yeah. Yeah. And the market's ever changing too. So you want to watch that, you know, inflation has caused us to look a little bit deeper into our, sure. you know, expenses and where we can trim things if, if need be. Uh, doesn't mean that you have to be drastic about it, but you know, five, ten percent here and there over time, look at it each month, see what you can do to make adjustments. Um, so you know you want to still be around and have money to enjoy yourself with. 
Exactly. I want to know that I'm covered. So I'm going to put my head on the pillow at night. I'm not worried about how things are going to happen. Um, and if I can save some money too, that's a, that's a really nice bonus. Um, but there's, you know, there's a lot of great resources out there. Jeff and his team are terrific at answering questions and, you know, no obligation, no cost, you know, call them, have yep. them review your insurance. Right. And if, and if you've got a great program, they're going to tell you that, Hey, what you've got is great. Leave it alone. Right. 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 Well, we see, you know, the real estate market continuing to, uh, you know, go along. We're seeing the spring market starting to heat up where more listing inventory is coming yet. We see buyers are out there and they're coming out in droves. So expecting that multiple offer uh, scenario. So, you know, maybe even having insurance premium a little lighter in some areas, you might be able to afford more. Not that it's going to make a huge difference, but it make you feel a lot better, uh, you know, and qualify for more. So a number of lenders I know have, I've talked to said, you know, farmers has been very competitive and has helped my clients feel a lot more comfortable making an offer or making an even stronger offer where they can. Exactly. Every little bit helps. If you can save a couple hundred dollars a year, you know, that allows your, that allows your mortgage dollars to go a little bit further. And, and that's one of the things that I like is that, you know, you've got to think about your budget. We used to, we used to buy homes thinking about the payment only. Yeah. Now we're buying homes thinking about our overall budget and what that effect is. Um, so every little bit that you can save, you know, certainly goes towards making that home purchase, you know, more affordable um, and allowing you to have that better quality of life. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it's always good information. I'm looking forward to our next show. And next time Jeff joins us, see what we've got for an update. Exactly. Uh, as always, if you have questions at any time, you can go to jeffsellsmain.com and you can reach us out to us directly at 207-553-2605 or jeffsellsmain.com. Thanks again for watching and we'll catch you very soon.